What's up, everybody? Welcome to Yaga Rambles, and it is August 16th, 2020. How are you? I am not bad. I uh, fucked up my foot about a week and a half ago, and uh, I just sprained it coming out of a van. And, uh, you know, I was fine, but then after a week and a half, I was like, you know what? It might be broken, because I've... I've done this before where back in high school I broke my wrist and I thought, no, it's fine. So I went to a walk-in care, got an x-ray and turns out it's not broken, it's just fucked up. And uh, the funny experience at that walk-in care is the fact that uh, after they told me I was okay, they're like, okay, we sent your prescriptions uh, to your pharmacy or we're going to. And... Uh, and I was like, what? Yeah, they're like, we'll get you a muscle relaxer and two painkillers. And I'm like, I, I, I don't want any. <laughs> I'm, I'm not in excruciating pain. I mean, I've been, ibuprofen's been fine and some ice. But it's just funny that um, I'm like, that's it? They're like, yeah, go home, take your pain meds. And I was like, uh, I'm good. That's, it never ceases to amaze me. It's like, Medical worlds are great when it comes to emergency stuff, but overall, guys, your health is on you. Like, injuring a foot, you know, maybe you need to get it wrapped or checked, x-rayed, yeah, then go to the doctor, right? Or you can buy an x-ray machine, they're like two grand. They're not that expensive, you do it yourself. You don't know what to look for, I'm like, you don't think you could find a crack in a bone? God. Anyway, I thought it was funny that uh, the doctor lady was just, like, trying to tell me to take meds and just... But don't take the... I played dumb. I was like, oh, okay. She's like, don't, don't take the muscle relaxer during the day. Take that at night before you go to sleep. Because you don't want to be operating machine. I'm like, oh, okay. And that that's the solution, guys, when you go to the doctor most of the time. is Here's a pill. Go home. You know, same thing with the virus thing, right? What have they done before... Let's pretend it was six months and longer ago. <laughs> When I used to go to the doctor and then they would say I had a virus, they would tell me the same fucking thing every time, which is to get a lot of rest, drink water, and ride it out. That's it. Uh, there's nothing else you can do for that. That's been my entire history of life. Uh, whenever anybody I knew got a virus, got sick, or they said that's what it was and they couldn't tell, that's because that's just what you're supposed to do, guys. Don't pedestal people. And uh, at this point in time, I've seen too many people, you know, wearing the mask or no mask. It's like, dude, if you're still wearing a mask five months in, you're fucking, just don't talk to me. Like, just, you do whatever you want. You want to stick a thumb up your ass and, like, <laughs> do weird shit behind closed doors, be my guest. But don't pretend looking at me that I'm the crazy one. So, it's just funny, you know, just here's some pain meds, I'm like, oh, that's the solution, huh, just uh, become completely unaware of what I'm doing with these hardcore narcotics, thank you so much. So, in other words, guys, a little bit of ibuprofen, some ice, and raise the foot, and I'll be alright. 
But it just goes to show you, it just proves my point from my own experience. It's like the, these people care, like the people that work, and I've said this before, the people that work in the medical world, they're not the bad ones. They're just doing their jobs and they're like giving out shit based on the information you give them. But the longer you're alive, guys, the longer you go and experience um, doctor's offices, things like that. The patterns are all the same. The treatments are all the same for the same kinds of uh, reasons. Just like with this one, they're like, oh, here, you're in pain. Here's some pain meds. Here's a muscle relaxer. Here's all this shit that's just going to, yeah, it'll uh, it'll make you not feel the pain, but at the same time, it's not going to heal you quicker. You know, there's nothing you could do other than like let time do its thing. Time heals all wounds, does it not? Yes, it does. So, uh, but other than that, the people there were really great because you know, it was a workman's comp thing and I appreciate the help that I got and the folks there were very nice. Uh, I had this lady, her name was Ava and she wrapped my foot and she was like, she was definitely some kind of Eastern European, like Polish or Russian or something. You could tell she's like, I'll say, this is I am Ava. <laughs> I can't do a female Russian accent, but she was awesome. I was like, wrap my foot tighter. <laughs> I'm like, you know what you're doing. I'm like, you're a woman who's got some, uh, who's who's got the right amount of balance of masculinity in you. So, great ex- overall, good experience, but not surprised that they just try to throw pain meds on me, which, <laughs> and then people wonder, like, I don't know why my life's in shambles when... I did what my doctor was told, but I didn't listen to myself and realize that I'm sensitive to pain medication and all this stuff. It's like, yeah, you get, you always got to listen to yourself, man. Like, always listen to yourself. Because there are... People don't know you, right? You're you. You're your best science experiment is you and your body you know how you feel what hurts what doesn't hurt if you're tired if you're not tired if you're sick if you're not sick you know that nobody else can really tell you that and uh so it's up to you always as an individual to take care of your own health so i am an i'm i'm really big on individualism i hate groups and labels and stuff because every time you know, if you meet somebody and the first thing you go off with is, are you Republican or Democrat? And it's like already you're starting off a relationship out of conflict. I'm neither, actually. I don't care because they're two wings of the same bird. And if you, you know, take a minute, step back, look at it, you could see it for yourself, but you're just not there on that level. And that's okay. It's like, I saw a friend's quote by Jim Carrey today. It was an interesting quote where it said, uh, you know, stop explaining yourself to people that, you know, just see stuff from their perception. Something like that, I'm paraphrasing, but uh, that's a good point. Like, if you're past something and somebody isn't, don't waste your time trying to explain to them what you now have uncovered about yourself because they don't fucking get it. And they're not going to and they don't give a shit. Just like if somebody was to approach me and tell me about retarded shit, I'm like, I'm beyond that. I don't care. So individualism, for me, I believe, is the way. God, people, I, I, when you sit down and have a conversation with one a person one-on-one, 
you can see the universe in their eyes. Like you can honestly be grounded and then compassion can flow and understanding and empathy and sympathy, all that shit. Just by talking to a person one-on-one and really truly knowing where they're coming from. Not the world, not what group they're in, what's their color, are they gay, straight? All these things are designed to keep us warring with each other. All these stupid labels and groups, right? Oh, that person said they're a Christian. Oh, Jesus. They're one of those uh, Bible people. Oh, that person's an atheist. They must be an asshole. It's like with labels and groups comes a lot of negative connotation. And it causes uh, a war in the mind before you even hear a person speak. That's why you got to talk to people one-on-one, guys. You have to take people on an individual basis, not from groups. Because I've known people from all kinds of, quote, groups that aren't good. But the the individual themselves as a person, uh, just who they are, I I know them and I as, a, as peoples. And they're good. Just because they believe crazy shit, whatever. And always been kind to me. You know? So, you know, we're... You know, they keep talking about, was it Civil War? Now, I'm, I don't know. I'm thinking after the election, there might be. Because either way, it's going to be bad. You know, I'm pretty sure Trump's got it in the bag. But this whole idea that Biden's so bad that he gets Kamala Harris up there to be the first woman president, it's not out of the realm of possibilities. And that's scary. And people need to see that for what it is, not because they're like, oh, my God. A woman in president is going to be so awesome. Like, you need to lose that idea. Because, dude, if you can't see the circus show for what it is, the carnival, (laughs) I don't know what to tell you. Again, I don't need to explain it to you because I get it. Um, And if you don't get it, you you might get it after it happens. uh, Or you won't. Whatever. This is why you have to search within yourself for the answers, the truth within. Be true to yourself. Always be honest with yourself and don't lie to yourself. And by doing that, you can see the bullshit patterns that we're all following and the and the things people cling to for validation and all this stuff. It's hilarious. I'm part of the He-Man Woman Haters Club. Remember that? Three Stooges, He-Man Woman Haters Club. Um, I think we should bring it back. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love women. But we are definitely over-feminized. That's a fact. That's no longer speculation or a theory. That's a fact, guys. Look around you. Look what we've been doing the last several months in this uh, stupid C-word thing. And know that it's been over-feminized. And the balance is returning, and that's okay. So that's why I sit back and have a good time with it. Will we be at Civil War? I don't know. We're at a mental Civil War. Will it be this side versus that? I go, no. It seems like it's every man for himself. This is why the only way to battle it, as far as I'm concerned, again, is to be an individual and to treat each individual with respect. I had an incident with a mask last week. I talked about this before, about nothing happened. Well, I spoke too soon on my last podcast because um, uh, last Saturday? Yeah, last week. Last Saturday, I went to my grocery store, Meyer. And, uh, of course, you know, I'd never wear my bandana. I've got an American flag bandana, and I wear it around my neck. I might put it up to get in. Other than that, everybody there knows me. And I've been doing this for months, so it is what it is. But I was going down a aisle, and there was a pink and blue-haired lady. Uh, She was very lovely. And um, 
I walked past her and she looked at me and goes something along the lines of, oh, you can't, is it too hard to just put that up? And I just, I didn't say anything. I just walked by, just kept walking, pushing my little cart. And I could hear her behind me going, really? Wow. And she was just reacting like a crazy person does. And uh, I eventually, I, I just kept going about my day. I didn't say anything mean. I just ghosted her. And I could see her going up to like all the workers, like bitch moaning and complaining about me. I eventually saw her go up to the GM of the store and like you could tell she's a little irritated. That guy's not wearing a mask or whatever it was, right? I could hear it. And I could see it from afar. I'm very observant. And, <laughs> and what she doesn't know is that several weeks before that, I have already been approached by the GM and said I can't wear it. And he gave me the okay because he knows he can't enforce it. And this one woman who's complaining, which is making it shitty for the rest of us. Because, see, that's what it really is, guys. The majority is on board. But I think what a lot of people do is they put that mask on because they just don't want to have any controversy. They don't want to get any conflict. They don't have the balls to take a hit, you know. And the funny thing is, I'm pretty sure majority rules. And uh, it's a small group of people that bitch moan and complain. They're like, oh, my God, that person's not wearing a mask. I feel so unsafe. But what she doesn't know is I have rapport with everybody at that grocery store. I talk to all those people. They know my face. I'm very friendly. Uh, when I checked out, I had a, a conversation with the checkout lady because instead of going to self-checkout, I went through the real line because uh, I pay with cash and uh, coin shortage my ass. That's for another day. Maybe I'll get into it. We'll see. But uh, coin shortage, yeah, whatever. So I paid uh, in line with uh, an actual person, and uh, she's a very friendly lady. I asked her how she was doing, and she's like, well, I just got here. And she said, I, I'm like, how you? She's like, I can't breathe. And I'm like, of course you can't. And I'm like, you know, just pull it down below your nose a little bit, breathe in and out through your nose, it'll help. I, you know, I understand people have to wear that shit, and they have to abide by that because they're too afraid to maybe get fired and take some legal action because they can, but they don't, they're very unaware. It's okay. I get it. And again, I don't have to explain that to people because they just don't understand. It's a different... Uh, different thing that you know but this lady was like uh yeah well we get in trouble and people complain i go that's eh, a really small group of people like miss pink blue hair over there she was like <laughs> complaining about me doing it it's like okay guys jury's out numbers are low and if they're five months you really think you should be being a pervert or a criminal because only perverts and criminals wear masks guys thank you owen benjamin for giving me that uh i have to give credit where credit's due that's not original that i heard that from him that's it's a good way to deal with mask people you know those are for perverts and criminals sodomites you know whatever you want to call them yeah you wear your mask and cover your identity up so you can bring your shame to the surface without guilt but the lady at the line was very friendly she's she gets it she's like yeah i don't want to wear it I'm like, well have a wonderful rest of the day she's like you too and she looked you know th this is why again as an individualist, you are kind to every individual you come in contact with, regardless of what you think about them. Uh, I didn't say anything to blue hair pinky lady on that Saturday because she was already emotional. She reacted when I didn't even do anything. And when people react to things, guys, this is very, very, very important. If people are reacting around you emotionally and being irate, know that they have lost all battle. Okay, if you're the calm, collected, cool-headed, rational, clear-speaking, you're not showing emotion, you win every time, guys. Okay? Oh, but that's how serial killers do it. I'm like, there's like three serial killers, guys. Stop. The general world 
doesn't run, isn't run in a psychopathic upside down level. Okay. If you're the calm, cool, collective one and the other person's being irate and very emotional and reacting to something that you didn't even fucking do, that's on them. And they have some issues. They're scared. They're living in fear. They're having, they haven't dealt with their own personal bullshit yet. So you let those people be. They'll punch themselves out. It's okay. You don't, don't engage. You know, the best thing you can do is to not let your emotion get attached to that person's emotion. Like, if you're going somewhere and you're already pissed off and then that happens, like, you know, it's all based on a, a day-to-day basis, too, because I could have been in a different mood that day. If I had been walking around pissed off like I am a lot of the time because I keep seeing people put masks on kids and that really is a pet peeve of mine, I would have handled it differently, but I just walked past it. You know, I smiled and walked past her because she can see my face. <laughs> You can't tell if people are smiling at you when they have a mask on. Now can you, folks? So it pays to be very kind to people, even if you disagree with them on fundamental things. It's okay. Like, this is how the world changes, guys, is by being kind to people, knowing compassion for others, not reacting, responding. The real R&R. Respond, not react. Okay? Let that sink in. Respond, not react. R&R. That's going to be a new thing. You just wait. And if it takes off because of me, give me credit. No, I'm just kidding. I don't care. But see, I also joke on here, and I don't think a lot of people take jokes. Considering my whole motto since I started all this stuff was don't take yourself too seriously, as if I was already telling you, like, I'm probably going to be funny and direct, and I'm going to speak truth to you. But at the same time, like, don't get upset. And if you're getting upset, man, Deal with it. <clears throat> you know, uh, fucking. You ever think about this that we live like kings? You ever notice that? You ever notice that you can go to a grocery store and get anything you want? Anything. Any meat, any fruit, any vegetable that's not native to your local surroundings. You could just go to the grocery store like, I want pineapple. You know, pineapple doesn't grow in Illinois. It's fucking grown elsewhere, shipped in here, delivered to your store every single day on a truck. Someone else picked it. Someone else grew it. You know, this is how the world works. Every job is essential if you want this way of life to continue. If you want living like a king's life to continue, you don't get a right to bitch about it. You know, do your part. Contribute. Work. Don't bitch because you're like, oh my god, I can't jerk off to my porno site. Because we all live like kings. Even if you're broke, right? You can still get food. You know, not the best food, but you can still eat. And to be honest, buying produce in the store is way fucking cheaper than buying uh, Portillo's or some stupid fast food or other gross shit. It's not expensive, guys. <laughs> Like, a bundle of fucking garlic is like $2. Uh, a whole bundle of celery is $1.29. I know because I buy it all the time. Cucumbers, 59 cents each. You know? You can fill up your cart full of vegetables for like 20, 30 bucks. That's like what you would spend at some shit midtown restaurant that's full of a bunch of soy and sodium. Makes you not have pee-pee. <laughs> But comfort and convenience is, that's the way it is in this world, right? We love comfort, convenience, 
And we are willing to sacrifice all responsibility for those two things. I'm so comfortable. I don't want to get off my fat ass and do something. Uh. Again, this is where personal responsibility comes in individualism. I have little sympathy for people who don't take action on their own life. I will always help people who recognize their shortcomings and are doing something about it because I respect that. That means they're working on it. But when people sit there and they don't work on it, and, and some would get this confused with like accepting your life, which is where I think we've fallen short uh, as a society, where we, you know, where we accept it like, oh, it's okay to be fat. Oh, it's okay to be this or that. And, you know, these unhealthy ways of life and people, it, it really puts this mind control fucking thing into people's brains where they don't have to do anything about it. Oh, it's okay to get diabetes and die by the time you're 27. It's okay to be 497 pounds, can't breathe, you can barely walk, you know, your foot's going to get cut off in another year. Like, yeah, that's not quality life. You're alive. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're alive, but you're fucking miserable. And anybody else who tells me that, oh, I'm living such the best life, don't fucking lie to me. I can see through fucking lies and bullshit, and I fucking can't stand when people lie about that shit. Like, you're okay? Because here's the funny thing. I was a fat guy. That's right. I've been up and down the scales multiple times my entire fucking life, guys. I was a fat kid. I went. I, I had bad skin, eczema, depression, uh, those rosy cheeks. And then I lost weight. I gained weight. I lost weight. I gained weight. I lost weight. I gained. I've 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 been there. So if you try to tell me that you feel good when you're in that state of. Uh, Fat, depressive, bad skin, you can't move, you're always tired all the time, you want to take a nap at one in the afternoon. Uh, no, it's not healthy. Okay, it's not. It's a fucking lie. And don't tell me otherwise. Okay? Because I did something about it. And you can do something about it too. This is why, this is what real inspiration and encouragement is to people. Not lying to them, being like, oh, it's okay to be 500 pounds, guys. You're beautiful. Stop the lies. You're doing people a disservice by lying to them like that. Like you're so killing them quicker. You might as well just uh, put them on a f flight of stairs and kick them down because you killed them, like with your lies. You could take the initial punch in the gut because it's about delayed gratification. Be honest with somebody in the now. You're fucking fat. If you don't do something about it, you're gonna die sooner than later. I mean, we're all gonna die. Let's be honest. We're gonna die. Well, maybe it's tomorrow, maybe it's 45 years from now. I don't know. But do you want to have a good quality of life or do you just want to be like coasting through in a miserable way? I prefer, if I had a short life, like if I died tomorrow, I'd be content with life. Why? Because I know what I've done the last five years as far as turning my life around in a healthy manner. And that's just not physic, not just physically, guys, on a spiritual level, right? On a level that you don't understand unless you're me. And only I can understand that. But people can get there too if they take these steps in life. The thing that I've learned that I like to share on to you is don't expect the outcome. Don't think because you did something for you know a week or two or a month and then it's not getting to where you want to be. Just know you're taking the action to get you to the point where you're going to be and eventually you'll be there and you won't even know and then you're going to be appreciative and you're going to have gratitude and it's going to be wonderful. And you'll be filled with so much more joy than misery that you will love life. 
even when shit hits the fan. You will. Because that's the true test I've learned, is you can't always have the comfort and convenience and have everything be hunky-dory. You need to learn to, when things get rough, what do you do? Do you just tuck your tail in between your legs and go, okay, I'm just going to do my thing, become an Eeyore, not even try? I can't do that anymore. There was a time in my life, there was a time in my life where I was an Eeyore. Like I had no drive, no motivation. I was, I, I, I didn't even want to take the action. And I understand that breaking that habit of that mental fortitude that we put ourselves in, that prison of depression, whatever it is, it's very hard to break. But I'm telling you, once you break through it, sky's the limit, man. And you break through it by being honest with yourself, telling the truth, trying to realign your moral compass. I know that sounds crazy, you know, because it's like, oh, oh shit. Damn it, drop my notes. People are like, oh, come on, Matt. You can't do that. You need to, can't tell, I'm not telling people what to do. I'm telling you what worked for me. And I've been on every different level of uh, joy and misery in this world in a short amount of time, okay? I've almost died. And when you almost die, you just kind of take life a little bit more in the moment than worrying about, oh my God, where do you see yourself in five years? Fucking hate that question. It's a stupid question. And uh, if you have to just be honest with people, man. Now, you can't, what I've learned is you can't just knock on random people's doors and go, you know what your problem is there, buddy? And you can't do that because they're not asking for your help. I've learned that you have to allow people to fall. You have to allow people to figure it out. The best way to get them on a path of truth is to just tell them the truth from your experience. And maybe the seeds get planted in their mind and they make some changes. And everybody's different, all right? But in my experience, guys, you lie to yourself when we accept that, you know, being 400 pounds obese is healthy and beautiful. It's not. It's gross. You're dying. You're going to die miserably. You know, if, like I said, if they told me I had a, a day to or a week or month or whatever, I'd be like, I'd feel it, but then I'd be like, all right. Because I can honestly look back and reflect on parts of my life, especially in the last five years, where I know I have grown on a level of maturity that most people can't even fathom. I've noticed most people are stuck in child-adolescent mentality. Grown adults, my age, even older than me, 20 years older, got the mentality of a nine-year-old. And... And the internet has kept us there. You know, the last decade has frozen a lot of people's brains in time and hasn't allowed them to grow from a certain point. It's like, come on, guys. Do you honestly want to feel and think the same you did when you were 12 or 18 or 22 or 25? No. You want to grow. You want to mature. You want to take your life experience and go, oh, my God, you know, I was wrong about a lot. And because I was wrong about a lot, it, it allows me to reflect and to open my mind to different things that I once was like, <sighs> comfort and convenience. But no, 
Oh, no. If you, I, I need to feel comfortable, so put your mask on. No. I'm not, I'm not gay. I'm not, a, I'm not uh, doing weird shit behind closed doors with whips, chains, gags, and hot wax. Oh, but man, what if, if people do that, just let them be. I go, dude, call fetishes out for what they are. It's weird, okay? It's weird if you need to do that stuff. That is some deep, dark shit that you just buried inside you and you have not processed in a healthy way, all right? You just, eh, it is what it is. <laughs> okay. But there's nothing new under the sun, right? We all live like kings. I can go to the grocery store, get myself an exotic pineapple. That isn't from here, you know? We take that for granted. And in, in order to be okay, guys, to get through these hard times that we're all facing right now, because let's be honest, it's goofy out there. We know it's goofy out there. You know it's goofy out there. So... Be grateful for what you got, and also know that it can go away tomorrow, and if it went away tomorrow, how much would you miss it? So be grateful you have it today, because today is all you have. I don't know what tomorrow's going to bring. I don't, even, I don't know what next week's going to bring. Two months from now. No fucking idea. All I know is today I stay and do the next right thing on a day-to-day basis. So whatever I've got to do today, if I keep taking action, I'm always getting pushed in the right direction. That's all it is. A little bit here, a little bit there. Have no control over the outcome, but if <clears throat> but if I'm just sitting on my ass not taking action, yeah. It's like, don't lie to yourself. If you want to get healthy, then you have to choose to get healthy. Like, you have to choose to not eat the processed food and pick up the piece of chicken, the broccoli, and, and then do the exercise. You have to do the work, guys, is what I'm saying. You have to do the work. Nobody's going to do the work for you. No matter how comfortable or convenient this world becomes, no matter how many apps there are, to bring you shit in less than 24 hours because you're too goddamn lazy to drive to a car and look at it yourself. No matter how convenient life becomes, it's up to you to make take the action and have a willingness to change something that you don't like about yourself. Whether that be your health, friends, uh, relationships, work, whatever ails you that you think is bringing you misery you can choose and it's not just about eating right and becoming like physically healthy you need to become mentally healthy which is like stop having programs of shit be normal i saw today this guy i follow his name's made by jim bob he does these wonderful cartoon memes he's fucking brilliant you can follow him on facebook made by jim bob uh he had this post from uh Public education from Colorado that was trying to teach like condoms and like use fruit as dildos and all this stuff to be taught to kids in school K through 12. Let that sink in. That's your public education systems teaching your kids how to fuck themselves. If you think that's okay, you are fucked up. And you really need to get past that social shaming crap of like, oh, well, I want to say something, but I don't, I don't want... I don't want my people to not like me. It's like, that's because you're a fucking eight-year-old and you think you need to be liked in your mind. Be a fucking man. I'm talking to the men because you need to lead the women out of this because the women will follow whatever. You know, if there's no men and the women came up with this, they'll just follow that because they're being taken care of. They got money. But men, <laughs> you got to stand up and say, uh, this is fucking wrong. And no, my kid's not going to learn this shit. Looks like we're homeschooling, sweetie. Get ourselves a desk. Learn math. Are you good at it? I suck at English. I forget my punctuation's crap. 
Who's going to teach science? Nobody. It's overrated. Oh, you're right. <laughs> uh, dude, your parents are the first teachers to children anyway, guys. It, it, you know, learning to read and write and all this stuff. I mean, again, we're, we've been living like kings. You sent your kids off to K through 12. It's over, guys. It's over. Public education, K through 12. It's over. You know, when you just send your kid there for nine months where well, you can go work or be at home, what, it's over. Accept it. It's painful. I understand. I really do understand. Trust me. I understand. But there are other ways. There are so many other ways. It's just that you become so used to it that you haven't thought of any other ways or have become willing to try anything new. And, you know, this this pattern life that we've had for the last 30, 40 years of like, oh, it's Christmas again. Here comes the new year. Oh my goodness, school's back in the fall. Like, you can only repeat that so many times till people are like, okay, I'm fucking done. <laughs> and, the, you know, it's wearing off. The spell has worn off, guys, and we are here now. And it's nothing new under the sun. We're just going through the change where everything now is coming out in the open of like the crazy shit with Hollywood pedophiles and, and, uh, you know, people, kids getting shot in the head and all this stuff. At the same time, as crazy as that is, on the opposite end, the light, the balance to all that stuff, the good is also being, uh, woken up. You know, so it's all good. It all works out, guys. Can't have the light without the dark. So I embrace the light as much as possible, but I also don't suppress the darkness within because I believe light and dark is something is a battle within each human soul. Like you have the ability to choose heaven and hell every single day. Every single day you have that ability. And if you've been through hell, you know what your perception and testimony is important because then you know what to share based on your experience to the people to avoid hell. You don't have to go to hell. Like, you can experience some of it, but, like, you don't necessarily have to go to the depths of hell to be like, don't do it. Like, you can learn from other people's mistakes. There's, there's two ways to look at people, a real binary, the example and the warning. Be the example. And if you've been the warning, then you've become the example. You have a strong message to convey right because if you were like oh yeah i used to do all these crazy things i parked around yeah but i'm telling you kids it's not the way to go and this is why you share that with people one-on-one sometimes out in the open wherever you're wherever it's necessary you will know and when you're supposed to it'll happen you know you do that and that'll inspire other people to be like, yeah, it happens in life think about like how like when you're growing up as a kid you always had like that family member Everybody looked at it like, I ain't going to be like fucking Uncle 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 Joe over there, you know, whatever it is. You know, everybody had a family member that was just like, uh, yeah, don't do what he does or she does. <laughs> Stay away from your Aunt Joanne. She's kind of crazy. She gets on the news for things. And you're like, oh, yeah, Aunt, don't do Aunt Joanne's thing. <laughs> and you learn from other people. Like they're war- you can learn good and bad, right and wrong, light and dark. It's all there. <clears throat> just pay attention. Pay attention to your own life, too. You know, be observant of what other people are doing, and then don't always take everybody's word as, like, bond. Just be like, oh, okay, and then move on from there, and everything will be fine. So, 
Be grateful for today because you don't know if tomorrow will be here or not. Today is all you have. Don't wait for retirement, your 401k to actually enjoy your life. Enjoy it right now because if you can't tell in the last five months um, how goofy has it gotten, guys. If that isn't enough to shake you and make you realize like, well, something's not right here then. Hey, uh, good luck. (laughs) Ah. You know, just keep living life, guys. It'll be all right. And don't take yourself too seriously. Like I picked the wrong week to quit sniffing blue.